Welcome to our Day of the Reflection for this Friday, November 3rd. And of course, every Friday we want to fast, offer up something for our Lord, because every Friday reminds us of Good Friday, where Jesus sacrificed himself for us. And that's exactly what Paul's kind of speaking to in this point in his letter to the Romans that we get in the first reading from Romans chapter 9, verse 1. I mean, Paul starts to speak about God's calling, his election, and he talks about Israel. Like, why hasn't Israel converted now that the Messiah has come, done all these great signs? He's risen from the dead. What, why is Israel not converting? That's the question Paul grapples with. And he'll, he'll, he'll wrestle with this over the next few readings from Romans chapter 9, 10, and 11. And here we get the fact that he says, look, I could wish that I myself was cut off for the sake of Christ. Like he could be accursed. He could, he could wish that he could be, you know, cut off, cursed, die. And even, and uh, you could say, he could say, I wish I could go to hell if that would save Israel. That's how much Paul is zealous for the salvation of Israel. Now, in saying this, Paul is actually echoing somebody in the Old Testament. He's echoing Moses. If you remember back in Exodus 32, Israel is worshiping the golden calf as Moses is receiving the Torah up on the mountain. And as Moses gets the Ten Commandments, he finds out that Israel's worshiping the golden calf. And Moses intercedes for God, if you remember, and he says, look, I want you to have pardon on Israel. If, if not, blot me out of your book of life, right? So Moses even says, you know, if that's what it takes, Lord, sacrifice me and put your wrath upon me if it means the salvation of Israel. And here Paul is like a new Moses. And he is helping to administer and spread the new covenant, just as Moses shared and administered the old covenant. And so it says a lot that Paul loves Israel as much as Moses did. And of course, there's one person who will sacrifice themselves for the sake of Israel and all of us, and that will be God's Son, Jesus Christ. And so in this, Moses anticipates, Paul looks back and wants to imitate the sacrifice and the love of Jesus Christ. Now, God won't require that sacrifice of Paul, and later on he'll talk about the fate of Israel, uh, and that God has not abandoned Israel. He will bless Israel in the end, and we'll talk about that over the next couple of days. But here we have Paul, who speaks about Israel, and even though they're not believing in Jesus the Messiah yet, he says, to them belongs, they're children of Israel. Theirs is the adoption, the glory, the covenants, the giving of the Torah, the worship, uh, the promises. The, theirs are the patriarchs. And from them, according to the flesh, comes the Messiah, Jesus Christ, who is God blessed forever. And so Paul says there's a lot of reasons still to count the blessings of Israel, even though they haven't come into the new covenant yet. They are in the old, and they do have glory and honor and much blessing and election because they're still children of the old covenant. Even though there's a better one, they still deserve respect. And that's something that the Second Vatican Council talked about, that Jews are our elder brothers in the faith, so to speak. And so, of course, we uh, think of Israel and the Jews with respect, with honor, with love. And um, I think, you know, that if we, um, now some people say, well, if we're going to honor Jews and if they have a covenant with God, we shouldn't proselytize them. We shouldn't 
evangelize them. And I think that's wrong. We should evangelize them with humility and with charity. Um, but we should not disrespect them. And of course, that's happened at times in the history of Christendom, where uh, Jews have been treated with disrespect and persecution. And of course, that is always wrong according to Christian teaching. That would be uh, unchristian behavior, and we should always avoid that, especially in these days in which there's anti-Semitism arising again. That is not something that the church should ever participate in. Uh, we should hold them, hold them as our elder brothers, as the Second Vatican Council said, as Paul says here, as the New Testament shows. In fact, Paul will say, look, I'm an Israelite, right? Jesus, the Messiah, is an Israelite. Nothing would be more ridiculous than for Christians to be anti-Semitic because we worship Christ, who is a Jew. Jesus himself is a Jew of Jewish descent, so it makes no sense for Christians to be anti-Semitic. It's absurd, ridiculous, against our Christian teaching. And, uh, and that's why it's important for us to pray for Israel, especially in this time of war for Israel. Uh, we want to pray, we want to respect our Jewish brothers and sisters as the elder brethren. And I also want and encourage you to pray for the Christians in the Promised Land as well. There's many Christian Palestinians, and I feel bad uh, this fall. I haven't been able to go to Israel, and, um, and I think of all the Christians who are out economically right now, as well as many Jews, because of the war. And so let's pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Let's pray for our older brothers in the faith, the Jews today, and as we think of Paul's burning charity and respect for them, in, in spite of their not yet entering the new covenant. So let's pray for them today. May the Lord bless and keep you. To sign up and start receiving these daily reflections in your inbox every day for free, visit form.org daily and enter your email. You can watch these reflections in video format by visiting formed.org. Formed is an online Catholic streaming service created by the Augustan Institute and Ignatius Press with award-winning studies and parish programs, inspiring audio content, movies, eBooks, and family-friendly kids programming. To support the mission of the Augustan Institute, please visit missioncircle.org.